Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting techniques, and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 162. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Rest For The Wicked. The genreless duo made up of singer Ben Townsend and producer Tasker are releasing their self-titled debut EP this coming Friday. In today's episode, we're speaking with Ben and Tasker about how the band came together, thinking outside the box when it comes to songwriting, and their party-like live shows. Here we go. Our guests today are an incredible duo who create a genreless kind of pop music together. One is a producer who's worked with artists like G Flip and Tia Gostello, and the other is a singer and MC who you might previously know as Ivan Ooze. This Friday, they released their self-titled EP, Rest for the Wicked. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours from the band Rest for the Wicked, Tasker and Ben Townsend. Gentlemen, hello. Good afternoon. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> How are we both today? We're fantastic. I'm great. My ears are ringing real bad, but in a good way. Yeah, so that's all right. Is this a like a post gig, like a, a like a loud show last night? Good kind of, or no, are we talking? I was just jamming, having a little rehearsal. Rehearsal, yeah, yeah. And I, I the ears to bleed a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's a very exciting week for you guys this week as um as we have the we've had a few singles kind of come through um but is the debut EP from uh Rest Rest for the Wicked um coming out this this Friday. Congratulations guys. Thank you very much sir. We we're, we're very excited and happy to have a body of work out into the world and the atmosphere and stratosphere. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is out in the stratosphere everywhere worldwide available on Friday. Um, as, as mentioned, there has been a few singles, but uh, how long has the EP been in the works? How long have we been running towards this kind of this goal? How long have we been running for? I don't know. They've been there for a bit. Yeah, probably like Not, about two or three. Is it two or three? Yeah, years? Yeah. Two or three years. But we haven't been like working on it every day, you know. We just mm-hmm. kind of had the songs for a bit. Yeah. They've been in the vault. They've been locked away. Yeah, the COVID vault. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a tuna. Yeah. You, you rarely, like, buy a tin of tuna and eat it that day, you know? You buy it, you leave it for a few years. In the car for a bit. In the car for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> nice and hot. <laughs> hot and saucy. Cook it twice. <laughs> Cook it twice. <laughs> <laughs> it was a slow cook-up. So, yeah, we've just, been, we've just been making songs and doing different stuff, and it's been wicked, and then we... Uh, 
yeah, we just decided that we need to put out a body of work and what better way to do it than to do an EP. So we just like collected, a, like we have a whole heap of songs and we were just like, we're going to put these ones out because we think that they're fresh and hip. And then, uh, yeah, just go for it. See what, see what, we'll see what happens. Of course, I'm. I, I know both of you, and we'll get into it in a little bit. Both of you do have quite a, a strong background in music and in the Australian music scene. But um, what do you kind of make of the current day, I guess, release format that that bands can stick to or don't even have to stick to? The fact that you can put out stuff whenever you want, or kind of yeah, build towards an EP. Yeah, it's like it's pretty cool. That you can just do whatever you want, really. Like it's pretty. It's a very like free thing now like it used to be about like you know pushing out singles and then got to like edging towards an album but i mean like people just literally just drop singles like non-stop like it's crazy so like i mean like just having like a the freedom to just format anything that you sort of really want to do is very fun and it's also like it keeps it exciting i guess but also like it's good to just have like a whole body of work and it's good to just have like that you know like this is what it is and then it just sits and then people can take it for like the way that it is and then you can just keep progressing as well. So, I mean, like, cause you're always going to progress every day. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Can we expect a rest for the, for the wicked song to come out on a QR code inside of a tuna can? We <laughs> yes. get that song in about two years time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Welcome. <laughs> That'll be a really smart idea. That's really good marketing. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. The tuna boys. <laughs> smell like tuna, look like tuna. Taste <laughs> like tuna. Most of all, it tastes like tuna. <laughs> smell like tuna. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that we're doing this over um, camera. Otherwise, you would have probably left already. <laughs> we smell like one big three-year-old can of tuna. Literally. <laughs> Look, sometimes, depending what flavour, some, uh, some of those cans age like a fine wine. So, look, I'm not too concerned of the... When you get the, the sweet the jelly, the sugars soak into the tuna. The ca- the you get caramelised yeah, over time, yeah. yeah. I've had a couple of... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's my EP. The EP's been caramelizing for a little while. <laughs> it tastes real good. Yeah. The best 80 cents that you've ever had in your life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here. We've, we've kind of gone off the rails pretty quickly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what the rest of the wicked is. It's just off the fucking rails. Like it's off the <laughs> there is no. Inside. Yeah, <laughs> we're never on the rails. No concept of the rails. It's like a cloud train. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of curious how the two of you came to be in terms of the band. I know that, um, yeah, you've both had quite a background within music. Tasker, excuse me, Tasker. I know that you've produced for for quite a few Australian artists. Um, I think there was like Tia Costello, G Flip, Alice in Wonderland. Um, and Ben, other people uh, might know you as a as a retired alias or a different alias as Ivan Ooze. Um, how did you guys kind of meet and where did the idea for the band, other than the shared love of Tuna, come from? We met through, like, we met through another friend of ours or his girlfriend at the time, and then um, after that we continued, like, we sort of just, like, knew each other and then we got put in a session by our publishers and then we basically just kept doing stuff from there and that was at the time when I stopped doing Ivanu's stuff and wanted to just like try and do some different shit and so when we started yeah when we started like flowing shit together and just you know like 
working on different stuff. Um, it was just really fun. And like, it wasn't really like an expectation of what we were doing. It was just like, I just wanted to experiment and like Tasker, I guess having like a lot of fun experimenting too and shit. So like sort of, yeah, it just came to like form. And then Tasker called me one day and he's like, do you want to make this a duo? And I was like, I've never been in a band before. So that would be awesome. And then, yeah, ever since then, it's just, we continue doing it. And then, we talked with like, well, Tars talked with um, Scott from like AMI and stuff like that. And then all of that sort of just spiraled into it. But it was really weird because it was over a time during COVID. So like for like two years, we didn't play a show or like do anything. We were just working on music, but Tars was in Sydney and I was in Melbourne. And like, it was just a very like, it was, it was just sort of a bit like surreal. Cause like, it's like, you've signed like this thing. And like, I, we, I remember we went out and like went to dinner and like did our like dinner signing. And then like, there was lockdown again and shit. So like, it was just like, what, what's going on? Like, it's like, it was a bit weird. So now like only this year's really been like, and the back end of last year, we've only started playing shows. So that's like sort of like where it started from anyway. I'm curious how you found that process or like that experience, I guess, of building these songs, uh, already having the the experience of like working together, but building and kind of trying to build up a body of work while separate. Had you guys, um, again, both worked in the industry, had you worked remotely prior to the band and prior to lockdown? Remotely? No, I think we started in person, but then mm. during lockdown, like I would just fly to Melbourne and that, or Betty come to Sydney, but in, uh, yeah, over lockdown, I would sometimes just, make beats and send them to them and like kind of do that. I think they both, we've had good songs come out of both in person and you know, not in person. Yeah, for sure. Like remotely. Yeah. Well, it's always like, a, Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's always just like a little bit harder as well because it's like when you're remote or whatever, like it's, there's just like, cause you could be like in different like sort of mindsets and whatnot. Yeah. So like, it's always better in person. Yeah. And definitely. also it's more fun, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, of course. I can imagine that there's a certain chemistry with being in the same room as one another compared to the old uh, Zoom calls or, or whatever it may be. Oh, yeah. totally, yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, the EP itself, it is a great EP. It covers a lot of sonic and genre kind of ground, which I'm imagining kind of comes from the two of you having those different backgrounds and then bringing them together. Was it ever discussed when you started writing tracks, like we're going to be a this band or this band, or was it just kind of let's have some fun, see what kind of comes out, and then you've you've been left with this colourful kind of mishmash of sounds. Yeah, that's that's more it. Eh? Yeah, but the, it's all about the mashup, you know. Yeah, and even like our new like that EP is probably the most cohesive thing that we'll probably ever put out. Like all the other. <laughs> all the other tracks we have are like we have dance tracks punk tracks everything because we listen to heaps of different shit so you know i don't really like to be i didn't i need this house i confined to just a box i'm just like oh you pop or like yeah this like it's just sort of you just want it to be like a good time and that's like what the rest of the wicked is it's like to just have fun but to also like you know make great music and so like we when we rock into like a studio session or whatever like we never really have an expectation of what we're gonna make like ever like it's just like we're just going to do what like we're doing and feel like doing that day. And that's sort of just how we work. And it's just a great vibe as well. Cause it's just like, you end up with something that you're like, yeah. fuck yeah, this is cool. That's awesome. Can you, um, uh, not for any track uh, specifically, but just if you had to kind of boil down the, the process of songwriting for you guys, what would it kind of entail? Is it that 
you both kind of bring something different to, to the mix or yeah can you walk us through the, the process for writing of a, probably, any of the songs oh yeah, yeah, yeah we probably just fuck i don't even know we just generally get in the studio and i'll just be like what do you feel like doing and ben will be like, i don't know what do you feel like doing? i don't know literally and then <laughs> and then i'll just tinker in some random instruments and mm. i mean it would just be tough. sometimes we'll show references or whatever but then we just vibe out i normally like make some yeah. real fucked up sound yeah. and loop that over for <laughs> half an hour and then something comes out of that. Yeah. And it would just be like something that would just be like the most fucked up sound that he does. I'm like, that's sick. And then like, it would just be like, oh, and then like all of a sudden, like if I'm writing to something, Task is already like building like everything. Building the world. <laughs> so I'm just like writing and I'll be there and I'm not even realizing yeah. like that you've almost like already got the skeleton. Yeah. We won't talk for like two hours. And yeah. then <laughs> we'll just sit there just in our own worlds and then Ben will go, Okay, I'm ready. Okay, sweet. Okay, and record it. Yeah, it just smashed it. It's very, it's very unusually fun. I feel like, it, well, you you know how we work. I feel like sometimes when I work with other people, I'm like, they must think I'm really rude because I just won't say, I just <laughs> yeah. won't say anything. Literally. I could go the entire day without saying anything. Yeah. And then, and then I'll be like, oh, shit. <laughs> I've had my back. And they're not even here. And I turn around, they're not even there. I'm like, they go home. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so fucked so up. Ben knows how it goes. Yeah, no, it's a more like, it's really funny when that happens as well because like even <laughs> other sessions and shit, like you'll be writing and like, then like I was in the I was literally in the booth for like an hour the other day like writing like a hip hop like to a hip hop track and then like I was like all right I'm ready and then like the beat was just still looping and I was just like <laughs> wait and I was like looking for Tom and I'm just like where the fuck oh you was even there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was it was so fucked but yeah see it does audibly sound like you guys are having fun which I think is a very kind of well from what I'm getting from today's interview a very kind of key component of of the band I think um. My favorite track from the EP was Introvert, which I think kind of embodies that fun, upbeat kind of vibe that you've been talking about. Um, are you able to go into, I guess, what inspired that song or where that song kind of came from? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, I like that one. Too. Yeah, so sick. Um, we did that not too long ago, eh? It wasn't, like, it was a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, like, we we were just writing. We wanted to just make something that was, like, a little bit of a bop. And then um, I like to, like, when there's, like, a song or whatever, if it sounds happy, I'll try, I'll try and write the most, like, depressing lyrics, like, possible to, like, so... <laughs> It's sort of like if you listen to like Hey Ya by like Outcast or something like that where like the lyrics are like very sad but like it's just very happy. So like we were sort of just like bobbing around and like if like you play that live, 
it's going to be really fun and like everyone's yeah. going to be having a good time but like yeah it's like the juxtaposition yeah yeah you just wanted to make i always love doing that shit like if there's something that's really sad that you, you sort of want to make it like happy yeah and, it, was, like, it was real funny because i think we're doing like some gang vocals on that song it's like when you just get your friends to come in you're all huddled around the microphone <laughs> yeah like, a drunken choir yeah <laughs> what are the lyrics of the chorus I, you don't i don't like you like making them. friends i don't want any of them yeah so we're all there them. with our friends singing you like making friends i, I want, want none of them it was just yeah about just being like yeah. mad introverted sometimes and just like when you go through that sort of shit so yeah it's very yeah and we just wanted to put random shit in the song yeah there's a little harpsichord solo it's so sick i went back i like found the worst harpsichord sound that i could mm. <laughs> and then i went back the next day and like found a nice sound i was like nah i'm gonna use the little shit one <laughs> better <laughs> This is like yeah. It was mad. It was like the best shit ever. Yeah, it's good fun. <laughs> I was going to bring up, I guess, as you mentioned, the juxtaposition of the lyrics to the to the music because it is. It's a song from the chorus. It was mainly about staying inside and not wanting to kind of engage with with other people. With other songs, do you find that you are trying to, I guess, not not repeating what you just said, but as you mentioned, with Outcast, kind of having that weird duality of like happy music fucked up lyrics do you find that that's a more fun way to kind of approach songwriting and keep yourself interested instead of uh just i guess not entertaining people but it it, it engages your brain as well as the audiences i think so yeah when writing stuff like that is very um it's sort of it definitely does yeah you're right like it keeps me entertained and like i want like that's just like the main thing for me is like if it's keeping me entertained, I would assume that it would keep other people entertained by lyrics. But also with the production, like Task is a, a wizard, is a genius. So like when like he like we're doing stuff and everything, like it just depends on like what I know like melodies are fitting where and like what like it, it's sort of like it's just basically like a, I'm a mad scientist and I'm just cooking stuff, but it's just more channeling it. And then, like, when I'm channeling it, it just comes out as it's meant to come out. But I'm always thinking of, like, what is, like, the – what's the polar opposite of what this would be? So, like, if it was, like, something that's, like, a sunshine, like, like song or something like that, I would want to make it, like, hell. Like, literally just, like, fiery depths of shit that you would hate. <laughs> and, like, it's sort of, that's sort of just where my brain goes to, I think, naturally. I don't and know. I think that, like, what I noticed is after – because we didn't get to do any shows, you know what I mean? And that's, like – Sometimes where you get feedback, you get instantaneous feedback, you know, mm. chatting to people and that. I was like, because like whenever I make a song, I'm like, I want to play it at like, I'm always thinking about live, you know, I want to play it live and I want to have fun and, you know, but then after, you know, doing some shows, I even chatted to some people who were like, the lyric, you know, the, the first song on the EP, Bones, um, like, it's kind of fun. Mm, definitely. The, the, the chorus and, uh, and that, but like, the lyrics are really dark, and they, I met someone that were like really connected to the lyrics. They were like, yeah. "I felt like you were speaking to me." That kind of shit, and I was like, "Oh," because I don't, I don't even know the lyrics to any of our songs really. Mm. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Seriously, I was like, because <laughs> I'm just too busy thinking about all the other shit. Yeah. And then, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I always get so in my head about pr- production mm. and songwriting. Like, oh. This this is like you know that connects to people. I remember listening to music when I was like fifteen. Mm, like definitely. Oh shit! Like they know what I'm. They know how I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's important. You know, it's like, it's, it's like it's you can give. It's like escapism. You can have that 
in like a live version, you know, a, a positive release, but it's also lyrically when people connect with something and they don't feel so alone, then, you know, yeah, that's a pretty special thing. So I, I think that's why I love working with Ben because he brings that to the table with his lyrics. Yeah. And that's like the same as like with production as well. Cause I've worked with like a bunch of producers before, but like sometimes the creativity just isn't completely there. And like with task is very just like out of the box. Like let's try and do something that's like really different. And that's what's so fun. And so like when we're just working together, it's always exciting. And it's always just like, you know, you're going to probably 99% of the time come out with something that you like. And that's like what you really want to do. So yeah, it's sick. It's great. That's awesome. I I can imagine that working together and again, having previously uh, collaborated with a range of different people that you've got certain skills that you might've picked up along the way or um, learnings of what to do and what not to do. Um, Tasker, with Ben continuing kind of saying throughout this interview that you do think outside of the box, has that always been, I guess, a go-to for you or is that something that you kind of picked up over time and working with certain artists where you've been like, let's, throw that handbook aside and let's try something just fucked up part of me yeah i've always been the the, the most fucked up in the room like, <laughs> like i don't know especially because i write so many songs i do only like you know at least seven sessions a week or some shit you know like, i'm always writing i write every single day you know and then so once you do it, it's like i just try and make the cookedest thing that i can like mm. Because rather than going, because I used to go to like, you know, your staple sounds or whatever, then I'm like, I'll just, I don't even know what I'll do. I'll just do anything that's, I've never tried before because I'm just bored of writing songs. <laughs> you know, it's like boring just doing it every day. But it's not boring if you're just doing things, you know. Literally. And I feel like there's a lot more of that in our new, in our new stuff as well after this EP. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But also, I've learned so much working with, well, working with other people. Yeah, yeah, they do push me now, hundred percent. You pick up different skills and ways to play instruments and attack songwriting. So yeah, yeah, of course. Um, one of the other tracks that I, I think, I will, from what I've heard, has already kind of got a little bit of a following in a live setting is um, uh, the band's take on the Kid Cudi track "Pursuit of Happiness," which. Um, again, seems to embody this beautiful, upbeat kind of party vibe that you guys are giving off um, with the rest of the EP. And I'm curious, out of out of all the tracks that you could have picked, what was it about Pursuit that kind of stood out as one to to put your own take on? We had um we had a track that well Tars when during COVID we had a track that Tars sent over and um it's a sound it's sort of like it had like the vibe of pursuit of happiness i'm like this sort of sounds like pursuit of happiness oh yeah and then we're like maybe we should make this into like a cover and like we both like love cuddy and stuff like that so i was just like it'd be pretty sick and also like it sort of fits into that niche as well because like um yeah we're pretty like big on like mgmt and stuff like that so even like just putting that in there and then like putting like a new spin on it would be sick and so um yeah we just sort of started playing i accidentally ripped it off yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then I was like, well, I'm like, save save yourself some time writing a new song. Just sing the song that already exists over it. It's a lot cheaper to cover it than go through the other way. <laughs> yeah. Literally. So yeah, we did that. But it goes good live. That's kind of why we put it on there. Like the 
shows that we played so far, they you know, and all the people who come asked us to put it out. So yeah, got to you know. I feel like when you're a starting like a starting band as well, and like you're starting from like ground zero, it's always good to have like a really fun cover. But if you put your own spin on it, like because I mean, like if the crowd like isn't like sort of like. Sometimes you can't really, like, capture a crowd, like, straight away with just your originals, but then as soon as you, like, put a cover in them, be like, oh, wait, they like the stuff that we like. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, the next song and the next, like, three songs, they're like, oh, these guys yeah. actually You're bringing them back in. Yeah, literally. That's why I was like, we've been playing really short sets because I was like, mm. no one wants to see us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was even saying that someone after, I was just like, like, why was it, why was it short? I'm like, yeah, no one wants to watch us. <laughs> no, like, I did. I bought a ticket. I'm like, oh, true. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like, well, people do want to see you guys. There was, um. There was <laughs> yeah, a, no, no, I was just me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe there was, oh, shit, uh, three or four dates early this year, I think. Uh, at the start of the year, I know you guys played with Slowly Slowly only recently. Um, how have those other, <laughs> other than you cutting it short and not disappointing <laughs> fans, but leave, leave them wanting more, how yeah. have those shows gone? Sick. Yeah, they were fucking mad. Mm, all of them were sick. We did some headline shows, which were really fun um, in Melbourne and Sydney. And then, uh, yeah, we... That, so much fun. Our first gig was like a grapevine, which was pretty fucking gnarly. But, it was, like, it was just sick because oh, it was, it was like such a big... Fest, festival kind of vibe. Yeah, but it was just like a, a, our first show from doing... For, like, the two years that we didn't do anything and during COVID. So, yeah, it was pretty fun. And then we've just been... yeah, I was, love it. Yeah. Uh, they, they were mad. That was some of the best kind of... And they were just like, we just... Because I told our booking agent that I was like, let's just book small rooms, fill them up, and just have mm. a fucking party. Mm. And it was sick. Like, the vibe, the energy was mad. Like, I love it. Ben loves it too. Like, mm. that's what it's about. You know, some people playing shows in the afterthought, that's like all I want to do, you know? Yeah. I love it so much. And I'm like, I love meeting the people and just partying and all that shit. So. Yeah. And yeah, definitely just it was mad. It was mad fun. Definitely like spending time with the audience as well, like because it's just at a small capacity or yeah, small yeah. capacity. You can just really get to meet everybody. Yeah, you're not like you know, you're not in your green room or whatever. And if you are, you open the door and tell everyone to come in and drink your piss <laughs> <laughs> and break something. <laughs> you know. Just get a little bit of chaos going blame on. Blame it on us. Yeah, just blame it on us. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We'll just we'll cop the We'll cop the we'll cop <laughs> All the money that you paid is going to replace the window that you just put a chair through. <laughs> that nice lamp. <laughs> that nice lamp. I'm taking that home. <laughs> this is my lamp now. <laughs> can we can we expect to see you guys bringing this chaos uh, back to the road and possibly around Australia at, uh, again at some point this year? Yes. One million percent. I want yes. to just do it a hundred times. Yeah. We've got um, I'll play anywhere. Where are we? If your mum's got a garage, we'll play it. Definitely. Street parties, anywhere. <laughs> Weddings. Weddings. <laughs> Funerals. Like, like anything. Wherever. Whatever that you want. But like <laughs> baptisms, who knows? But uh, <laughs> just like really But um yeah, no, we've got uh You got it in the works, I think. Yeah, yeah we've got a show coming We've got a few shows coming up and uh, we're also going to do a tour towards the end of the year for like EP as well. So I think that's coming. Actually, no, the tour's coming Mad. even sooner than that. I don't know. I'm not too sure about dates, but it is coming. So it'll be in like the next couple of months. Yeah. We're gonna, that's we're very, gonna, very exciting. We're going to take it up a notch too. Every yes. Time. Just a yeah, little bit. Yeah, always. 
I, after what you've just said about those first shows, I look forward to seeing what taking it off a notch equates uh, <laughs> to or ends with. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> livestock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've already spent all our money on missed flights and ambulances. Yes, so, so there's there's plenty more. <laughs> we've got our savings in all. <laughs> Uh, guys, usually we would um, ask our guests what they're what they're currently listening to. Is there anything at the moment that is um, caught your fancy or that you're you're really loving? I will tell you what exactly what I'm listening to. I don't have a because I yeah, Charles lost his phone. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I'm listening to Sleigh Bells, Shakewell, Alchemist, West Side Gun, Walter Ego, Dante oh, yeah. Knows, Goldfang, all the all the all the other. What am I listening to? All, all the all the all the guys that are killing it in Sydney, um, yeah, NERD, Swedish House Mafia. Tasca showed me that new album. Oh, State. the new Swedish House Mafia! Yeah. I'm so good. It's not listening to all different types of stuff. So. I've been listening to like seventies music, Spanish music, and just my staples like My Bloody Valentine mm-hmm. and you listen to MGMT a lot again. MGMT. Oh yeah, getting back in MGMT. Yeah, yeah, the Strokes. Some I like listening to all these weird drones and shits. So. Yeah, <laughs> both very eclectic kind of tastes. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. is is it? Mm. Yeah, that's it. When you guys um, do you kind of I guess in terms of finding new music, are you more of a word of mouth kind of person? Do you do you listen to the algorithm at all and what they suggest, or is it just you know, if if something's good, it's good. My, my, I found my new favorite band. That band that I said that was this Spanish band from the seventies, because I my phone fell out of my jacket and it shattered everywhere. But then I could still find a way to like get into the phone. And then I tried to play <laughs> song on Spotify because I like I was in the shower and on my phone I was like trying to play a song because I like listening to music in the shower, mm. with a cup of tea. Yeah, <laughs> I sit with a cup of tea and listen to music. And then I was trying to type in, I don't know, I was trying to type in a band name. And then the the thing just spazzed out and like typed in this random word and then like hit enter and this music started playing. But that was it. And uh, that was it. I was like, oh my god, this is the it. And I just been like rinsing it. <laughs> so that's generally generally how we find our music. So, um, so Tasker so finds his music from computer glitches <laughs> after smash phones. Yeah, I probably the, the same. Like probably word of mouth. I, YouTube I, I, ads. Yeah, just, just wait for, just wait wait for, for the right ad on YouTube. And be like. <laughs> Yes, this is it. <laughs> You're waiting all day for you guys. Uh, yeah, literally. No, I, I find um, I would I would just say from everywhere. Like yeah. it would be like Tasker shows me a lot of stuff as well. Like ben shows it, me things. yeah, like different producers um that I've worked with. Like that's how I found those sleigh bells, which I've got to show you because I don't. And then now I'll and be a fan. Know, and then yeah, and I'll show you yeah, again. Yeah. And you're like I, I showed about it. it. I forgot about <laughs> it. <laughs> so yeah, it's very red. But yeah, I don't know. Music's like cool, like that. That you just find something, and then you can also bond with other people and other musicians that um, you know, that like it. So it's fresh. One hundred percent. Um, look, guys, thank you very much for your time this afternoon. Uh, ben and Tasker from uh, Rest for the Wicked. The EP is out this Friday. Congratulations, guys, and um, yeah, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you very much for having us, Simon. You're thank you, brother. Cheers. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Rest for the Wicked for their time. Their self-titled EP is out this Friday and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to pre-save the EP. 
We also want to give a huge shout out to Miriam at EMI Music Australia for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning, and we now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify, and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.